greetings and what is up everyone welcome to 46 of the penultimate game show today's topic is of course our guardians of the galaxy spoiler cast the game not to be confused with either of the mcu movies before we get into our discussion got a little housekeeping if you're watching on youtube consider dropping a like and a sub and don't forget to hit the bell to get notifications for all our shows like this show the penultimate game show the cross media show where we talk movies tv and all that stuff Anime Nation, hosted by none other than Ryan Smith. More on him in just a bit. Uh, and yeah, just general goodness. We've got some video essays coming up shortly. Random Let's Plays. We did just do a, an Extra Life Let's Play. We played some Mario Party. Uh, some insanity went down during that. And that is uh, up on our YouTube. So feel free to check that out at your leisure. If you're watching on Twitch and have Amazon Prime, that means you have Prime Gaming, which means you have one free sub to give away. We would love it if you considered giving it to us. But if not, that's quite all right. Just enjoy, hang out. And vibe with us for those of you who don't know me my name is christian hello i do various stuff here so hello uh joining me today the illustrious the magnificent the amazing anime manga expert himself my co-host today ryan smith hey buddy hey how's it going doing how, how ready are you to talk how ready you talk this game i am ready because i haven't actually talked to anyone about it like at all neither have i Okay, so it's going to be interesting. We've also got friend of the show. Oh, I pulled up I pulled up your 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 big long bio here. You may know him as one of the co-hosts and founders of Point in Progress. He is used to be known as not that what was it that Mario Rivera. Now he's known as yeah. Night Mute City. Mario <laughs> Rivera. Hello. Hello. How's it going? I love uh how you have me on the screen there uh really glad to be here glad to see everybody so i'm glad to see it i need everyone to know that you're at least dialing in as soon as you leave i'll just i'll make you disappear but right now you're still up you're still up i love it i love how you did it guys today we're gonna skip all the uh what you've been playing and all that goodness because mario does have a heart out and i want his thoughts on the game as well so we're gonna head straight into topic of the show if that is all right with you guys so yeah yeah before we actually get into any kind of stuff with the game, I, I had a question that I wanted to ask you guys. What were your expectations for Guardians before you started playing? Because it seems to me like everyone was quite pleasantly surprised on Twitter, at least the, the, the spheres that I'm in on Twitter, when the game came out. And for me, like, I, I don't know, I, I felt like this game was going to be, certainly after that first uh, major gameplay that we got, like it seemed to be a pretty fun game, but other people weren't expecting it to be as maybe good as it is so i, I kind of want your expectations for the game before it actually came out um well i'll kick it off basically uh from the jump when i uh, me and point in progress we did a bunch of live streams during e3 and one of them was the square enix showcase which in my opinion i think was actually one of the more better ones um that were shown there so when it came on and it was a total surprise i i mean me and the whole crew were totally like into it for seeing it I was just like whoa it's so crazy how we did not i didn't i mean i didn't really have an inkling that a gardens of the galaxy game was being made so for it to be yeah. uh shown and given the presentation to me that felt more of in line with the insomniac games i was very much like taken aback and uh very much was interested from jump i know that there was some interesting things going on around that time where people were like you're saying kind of iffy on it and I remember being staunch, like, yeah, I'm totally for this game. Even the, all the way up until, I would say, to release, I was just like, I'm, I'm very much interested. And to eventually play the game, yeah, I would say that my expectations were not only met, but 
somewhat exceeded. So uh, at the end of the day, I think that I think their presentation from beginning to end really showcased what the game was about. So, yeah, I agree. How about you, Ryan? How did you feel about the game before it came out? So, as again, you were there for when we were doing our E3 hellscape. Um, I was nervous because I was someone who was excited for Avengers and then got burned real bad by Avengers. And I saw how Square Enix has handled a Marvel property that seems like it would have been perfect. You could have, you didn't have to do a lot to make an okay Marvel game and they somehow fucked that. So I came in very skeptical because I'm like, Square, you haven't, you haven't been treating these IPs well, but once we get more into it, that's that's where I was when it came out, though. And yeah, and we'll we'll talk. I mean, I guess I'll, I'll just start it now. I want to get like kind of our top level thoughts before we actually do into dive into spoilers. Mm-hmm. And Ryan, you kind of jumped, uh, kind of set the stage up for me in that. I think one of the strengths of this game, honestly, is that it's the furthest thing away from being a life service game as it can be. Like, it goes back to, I mean, even like comparisons to like an uncharted it's very much this is the story that we want to tell we have a a specific vision of what you want we want the experience to be i don't think it nails it in every single uh like aspect of the game i think sometimes it's a little bit weird i think sometimes i don't know the combat can be a little bit if it can be a bit too much uh some of the some of the things are a little bit janky but otherwise i think it has a, a very powerful and super fun story that yeah, just quite like Mario said, exceeded my expectations. So I ended up really enjoying my time with Guardians, and uh, it is so far in my top ten for video games of the year. Yeah, I just oh, you can go Mario. I was just gonna say I I agree with that. Where it's I, I assumed that it would come out and be good. I did not expect to love it. Where I think I could put a placement on my list, and yes, like like you're saying, I think it will definitely be on there, depending on. I, when I really think about the whole year, because I feel like we've been living this year for 10 years, oh, um, man, because I feel that I don't even remember the fact that half, uh, what was it? Hitman three came out earlier this year, this year. And that really kicked off everything. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. You know what I'm saying? And in February, I'm sure there was like a thousand games that came out in February and March. So definitely got to go back and really think about that. Exactly. So I got to go back and uh, really think about it. But yeah, I think it does have a placement somewhere on my list. How about you? Ryan? I, I I'd also have to agree. It probably it does have a place. When I when I first was like, oh, it's coming out. I'm expecting a strong seven from this game, and I got a good eight point five out of it. Oh it wow, that's, is, that's still pretty high. It is high, and I'm I am very impressed by this game. Yeah, the, there are moments and stuff that don't work, um, and that. But overall, it was honestly of uh, what I have seen of Guardians and all that. I enjoyed this more than I enjoyed the second Guardians movie. That is my strong take for this. Is I like the story better in this game than the Guardians 2 movie. Okay, I actually have thoughts here. Uh, Real quick, I want to ask where everyone played Guardians. I I played it on on PS5. Mario? Uh, I played it on the Xbox Series X. That's where I had my experience. Got it. PS5. Okay, let's just take that, Mario. Sony ponies over here. That is that is totally fine. I will say though, that, that this is the first time that I've actually bought a game on disc, which was a exclusively a Xbox um, One game, as it cost sixty dollars. Wow. 
and I put it in and it's just like, you get a free upgrade. And then straight up was just like, don't worry about it. I have to do nothing. You're just going to have the better experience. So definitely love that. I'm sorry. You guys had to pay 10 extra dollars. That's true. <laughs> I actually don't... Did you, did we pay 70 Ryan? <laughs> I don't remember. No, I, I think it was my credit card. I'm not sure. I, I believe yeah, it was $70 for PS5. Really? Damn. Well, um, power to you for finessing the system. I'm not. Is, is I, matter, I, I, I played myself. I have is, an Xbox Series X. I could have done that. As a matter of fact, I just looked. So not only did I, well, I paid seventy, but it's because I got the deluxe edition, which came with the steel book and a book and a art book as well. That's but worth it. I'm sure there would have been more on PS5. Uh, heads up to you, PS5 players who are pan, uh, planning to pick up Horizon. Keep in mind, Sony did say you can get a free upgrade. So if you don't feel like paying 70 bucks for her ah, for horizon forbidden west and you have a disc version you can maybe buy the ps4 version and upgrade for free so science baby otherwise uh ryan you you brought up an interesting question here uh, which is one of the topics i have for our spoiler cast is uh, i have game versus mcu obviously i think i think guardians the game takes inspiration mostly from the comics but the characterization of the Guardians to me feels like, all right, well, let's take what works from the movie, like James Gunn's movies and translate that over to like what would be like, a, you know, a, an amalgamation of the two of game versus uh, of comic and movie presented in, in this, like this new this new light, which I think works a lot. I don't know if I'd go so far as to say that I like these Guardians more than the Guardians in the MCU. But certainly, I think Star Lord, um, who we'll get into here, I think is is way way better than than Chris Pratt in the MCU movies. Like I I don't know for whatever I know he has douchey hair or whatever. I ended up getting over that that fact, but I don't know his story. I, I feel like I empathize way more than than a Chris Pratt. Like he, the way I played my Star Lord, I played him sto- a little bit stoic, but genuinely more like open to. Um, to the guard like the rest of the guardians like i'm always trying to do what's best for them instead of just being like this cocky kind of a-hole who's like doing jokes left and right if that makes sense so i kind of want your take on 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 these guardians versus the mcu uh, i guess i'll kick off this one with i thought oh some characters are better some characters were worse than this I definitely think some strong standouts in this one over MCU is Star-Lord, Rocket, and uh, Drax. I thought all of them were way better. I thought Gamora was a little... I think Gamora in MCU is a lot better. I thought this Gamora was a little weak until like way at the end of the game where you learn more about her, but that's about it. Um, But for the characters, they did really well. They did. This is the best version of Star Lord. This Star Lord is so good. I I played him even more of a bit of my Star Lord. The way I played him was a complete jackass, and I'll admit that one. He was looking out for himself and then team until the end when I started making more team based answers for a lot of that. Which, um, since we're talking a little bit gameplay here, I love that they had dialogue choices and stuff and could side with different members of the team and everything. I thought that was a really unique idea, a really cool way to do it. But uh, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah, I love the dialogue. How about you, Mar? How do you feel about these Guardians versus the MCU? I mean, to be honest, I, I think it's sort of apples and oranges at the end of the day, uh, because you do get to spend significantly more time 
than you do with any of those actors that have different characterizations. Yeah. Especially this one, this game specifically follows a lot of people's inner turmoil, especially when it comes to the actions of the game, when it comes to how Gamora is, you know, dealing with the major problem, um, especially when it comes to, you know, this child. Um, specifically also Drax, who definitely get a heavily set to actually focus on his mm-hmm. deeper issues. So at the end of the day, I think it's not so much as like, I think these guys are better. I just think that these guys were definitely well-developed enough differently that I can enjoy them. That was the thing I was afraid. Is like, am I going to like these characters at all? And I think that majority of them, yes. Uh, I mean, Groot, Groot's a cheat. In my, in my yeah. answer is, how can you hate Groot <laughs> in any possible way? But when it comes to like Rocket, at the very least, I think in terms of characters characterization that we really got to have development on, we didn't necessarily get it in this game. We get it in the other uh, Telltale game a little bit. You get a lot. Of, you get a huge section. Oh, yeah. And specifically, so really those games. So that's why to me it's like it's almost like an apples and oranges thing. It's just to me is like, does the characterizations feel true to how I think these characters work as to, as to my knowledge or as characters in general of where they fit on the team? And I think that all of them do a pretty excellent job. I personally have a crush on this Gamora just because simply she, uh, you know, looks like Alice Cooper and kicks ass. <laughs> but uh, love her emotional drop. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah. But I do love her emotional state within this movie. But I also love the same things in the other movies, too. So it's just like to me, that wasn't the biggest thing. Uh, this Star-Lord definitely like he goes through. He, you get to do different things than this Star-Lord than the other one does. For instance, I mean, once we get in the spoilers, you have to you have to press a button at a specific point, and the other story does never have to do that. You know, like no one has to go through that turmoil. So that's why I feel like it's a little bit apples and oranges. I will say though, I do think that they modernized this Starlord more than the movie version, primarily because the movie version feels like he's never been back to Earth. But for some reason, the, the Guardians do feel like they're more modernized. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm. He feels like he's, even though he has all the 80s stuff and the Dazzler poster in his bedroom, he still feels like, like a modern person for some some of the things. Right. He says as opposed fire. to the Exactly. <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. Those are, those are my general takes on the characters. But I, that I, was I a really fun Easter egg guy that you mentioned with the Dazzler poster. Really good. Really good. Which kept said in my mouth, where does this place take place? Is there X-Men? <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Well, we we can jump into spoilers here because I know you've got to you got to leave here and and just to, not a few minutes, but oops, later on. Um, sure. Yeah, I think for me, and and I'll I'll just jump off of what you said that this Star Lord does feel a bit more modern. Is that I think, and I'm comparing again to James Gunn Star Lord because that those are that was pretty much my introduction to the Guardians. I mean, I knew who like Rocket Raccoon yeah. was, but those this this was my introduction to Guardians was the James Gunn movies. And I read the comics like early on too, like the Bikel, I think of the Giffen runs. And yeah, they were very different from the movie versions too. So this was a fun mm. like amalgamation of both of them. I, I may pull some stuff from you in, ca- in case I need you for comic <laughs> yeah, stuff. But... Yeah, if I remember. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, yeah, I think w- what the game has that the, the movie doesn't and why it contributes to Star-Lord feeling more modern is that this Star-Lord left Earth when he was older. I, yeah, I love honestly yeah he was older and also uh, by the way the, the beginning was fantastic when you're like on the bed listening to your your oh, just cassettes so and your mom comes in my god um, look at everything in that room so cool i mean i spent like 20 or 30 minutes just walking around there, like looking at everything i'm like what can i, I listen, touch i listen to that whole album just like chilling in there <laughs> the star lord album or whatever yes yeah. 
looking at the uh, the CD, like the like the fold down. There's like lyrics on it. You can like flip it over. That that stuff was really cool. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, but the, it's also like the conti- the going back to the the flashbacks. Something I was I was not expecting is that we get to keep going back to that scene of your last day with your mm-hmm. mom. That each time, like for whatever reason, becomes more and more resonant. The more I'm actually speaking to my mom, I I care about this relationship. I wouldn't go so far as to say more than more than I do that scene in, in the MCU because I actually really really do love that scene. I find it really mm-hmm. powerful. But to uh, going from all these flashbacks to then later in, in the future, I mean, I'm just jumping around here in the, at this point. But going into the future, where in the oh god, is it Magus? Whatever that yeah. soul stone, yeah, amorphous thing is. Yeah, when it's like in yes. your mind, and Storler is is like back home and in, in this fake reality. And you're with your mom and you have to, you know, escape it by pointing your gun at her and, and it's having to pull the trigger. I don't know. It makes yeah. for some really powerful moments that I really was not expecting out of this game. Yeah, exactly. And it's you also holding the control over it. So you definitely feel more resonance for that, too. So for sure, you don't want to pull the trigger. You want to just be consumed by it. And then sure enough, you do. <laughs> I Yeah, I did. I, did, I didn't pull the trigger the first time. Yeah, because I was like, do I, am I supposed to do this? And then, yeah, yeah, we're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I definitely, like, I do feel the emotional resonance of those scenes specifically and just all the little areas that you can explore in the house that feels lived in. And um, I love the the detail of, like, the weird cake. <laughs> that was, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it's yeah, all the details I, revolving music, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that you, you try to change the music in the room. She tells you not to. Mm-hmm. Um, which you know, uh, I love because then that music is also then available later when you can listen to it um, during the cutscenes or during you know the huddle moments. But uh, what, yeah. did you like the huddle moments? By the way, I never felt like I was half the time. I felt like I wasn't clicking the right option. If I have to have a massive complaint about the game, I think it will be the huddle moments because I just don't think that it was implemented well whatsoever. I love the result of them, which, of course, is you get a kick-ass song or you get Rickrolled. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> yes. Which was quite often, uh, you know, it, it just for some reason, some of the music to me didn't fit like what I wanted it to like kick in. Like, obviously, I feel like the action moments, I'm like, I want some Iron Maiden, but then Culture Club will come on. And then it feels a little odd, but it's fine. I ended up enjoying it because there was one moment where Culture Club kicked in and I was like, I'll jump for it. And I'm like doing it. And I'm dancing while I'm, while I'm killing ass. Dude, that is probably my favorite song in the game. So it's good. a great song. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. But the, the mechanic itself of just like deciding left and right on what to say, I could never tell you what was right or wrong. So I wouldn't. And I also not very sure like what was the. Uh, actual benefit of be choosing the side other than seemingly like I get a shield. Um, so it was never yep. truly clear as a concept. That's why it's me is like, I could have lived without it personally, but I do want the result of the music kicking in when the battle starts. I think that was the key thing I, there. I'm going to be honest. I didn't know there was a difference in which one you picked till yeah. right now. <laughs> And I put 15 to 20 hours into this game. I had no idea. It's because you kick one and they're like, all right, got it. But then like sometimes you'll do it and you're like, you're an idiot. You're a dick. You know, like, like, what the hell? What did I do wrong? It sounded fine. Yeah, the way the way the description is written, like, this looks pretty good. Like, I'm like, this is what you were just complaining about. 
Yeah, it's like it's funny. It's very similar to like when uh, Fiona gets mad when I submit uh, keywords of like what I want the thumbnails to look like. I'm just like abstract painting, like whatever, like. And then what does that's that what mean? The words are on the yeah, the words <laughs> are on the back of them, and I'm like, okay, do I click? Do you mean this one? And then yeah, it ends up not working out. Yeah. So yeah, if I had How a did... complaint, it's honestly that. Yeah, my biggest issue with the game is just kind of just small gameplay stuff. I think towards the later chapters of the game, when you're going through the the church sequences towards those final chapters, mm-hmm. it's a lot of combat. And by that point, like I've already seen most of what that combat looks like. So yes, like it never really gets fresh by the end. And if anything, it just becomes more tedious, like busy work to, to keep me from progressing in the story, which I actually care about at that point. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I guess I got to go through this wave of enemies before I get to the, the next few waves just doing the same thing over and over again, building my huddle up. And after a while, this gets a little spongy for me. Yeah, for sure. Did, did any of you get fault, like freaked out by the end of the game? Like you thought the game ended was about to end. And then they're like, no, just kidding. We have another six hours of gameplay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, we're, we're wrapping up to the end. This is it. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Now I have to go fight Fing Fang Foom. Okay, cool. <laughs> like, Let's go do this. Okay, before okay, I actually want to bring up that chapter, but just to piggyback off you for one second, yeah, I yeah, felt yeah. like the game was like, oh, we're reaching our our climax already. Then no, that feels a little bit too soon, and then like a few chapters later, I was like, okay, I'm I'm ready for the climax now. When is when is that happening? So yeah, I don't know, yeah. but yeah, that that Fing Fang Foom chapter sticks out as one of my favorites for sure. Oh, which, same. Oh, that was amazing. It, for me, it's fucking the awesome cameo of Windigo, which was. <laughs> fucking incredible because i'm a huge x-men arcade fan and uh to have a fight another rematch with windigo was so good and the <laughs> fact that all he said was windigo the whole time just made me laugh so hard well mine also said star lord based off my my dialogue choices oh it really res- it responded to me it was i don't <laughs> know mine mine said windigo as well that's funny that is what, so funny if you choose to um like introduce yourself like and you mimic his voice you're like star lord and he starts doing it with you and so you'll that's like funny. as you fight a bunch of them you'll hear either windigo or star lord so that's oh, pretty funny that's yeah. funny i think i said i think i went windigo too because i obviously had to at that point because I, I yeah that i mean if, if anyone doesn't know that is a boss fight in the arcade game and all he does is goes windigo like <laughs> over and over and over again so for him them to include it in this game i was so hyped i can't believe you made it that far on the arcade game how many quarters did you have Oh, it came back out on uh, uh, Xbox G- uh, Xbox Live, and so okay. I played it there quite a bit as well. Amazing. So, unlimited quarters. <laughs> One of my favorite things um, about the game, to be honest, and why I think I cared about it more than I actually do, are those dialogue options, and even even in like cutscenes as well. I don't know, something about like really, I know the game is described as this, but being fitted as Star-Lord made me care more about obviously what i think the the uh, the the big crutch of the story is is this relationship with this young girl who you believe to be your daughter yes but by, by that time we get to like that final um scene with her i guess the the final like emotional scene like even though we we discover that she isn't our daughter like mm-hmm. I, that kind of that kind of Rip my heart out a little bit. Like I actually wanted Star Lord because I, I felt myself growing as Star Lord as he learns that he's becoming possibly a father, and I really mm-hmm. wanted that for him. Uh, and I don't I think know. He just... wanted it too. I think he wanted it mm-hmm. too, and that's why I think it is another wrench. I, again, I think maybe it is another 
wrenched too far possibly to have him reveal to not be the father um they do the same thing in the spider-man dlc <laughs> with black widow that also pissed me off oh um, yeah yeah they do the exact same thing which mm. I, I i wanted to like actually empathize with you know i wanted him to have so i wanted to be as different i mean they managed to be different and tell that story of like oh this is your daughter and i'm like oh that's an interesting take but then to be able to take it away i felt a little down by but overall i do agree yes while the course of the game your character i feel does adapt and has to take responsibility and does for this person and ultimately she is still technically his her, her, her father but in a stepfather yeah. role like at the end of the game i think she even calls him dad still but i love that the, the line is she only says that to piss me off or something like that which is <laughs> mad so i think that is also uh really cute so you still get your cake and eat it too but yeah, yeah she's not his bio biological daughter but by circumstance she's very much a um an ellie if you will <laughs> yeah certainly a father figure <laughs> at the very least if not father which yeah. i think is the next best next best thing yeah for sure definitely but hey, i was you... also something i was uh i was a bit confused by but it, it was one of those things where i was in the moment i was like i don't know if i agree with this choice and then later on thinking about it, i'm like okay I, I begin to understand that choice and even in the yeah. moment while i'm talking with you i think uh, i almost like you know what i feel like it has become a, a definitely a trope to uh have someone suddenly become a father and have to reckon with it only because the last two people that i can think of that they did that in their final movies which was uh well i don't want hmm. do you want to there's a there's a number a movie with a number in his title and then there's a logan uh which are very just like you have a shot you have a son you have a father or you have a daughter um kind of deal and i feel like sometimes that can be um just like this is how you need to emotionally mature <laughs> and but i do think they do this elegantly in this game. Yeah. God, I forgot the plot of Logan till right now. Right? So so good. <laughs> that movie slaps. I was one of my favorite movies of that year. I just completely forgot it. I, I can't, I can't wait to revisit it for MCU. I'm very excited. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to Mario's new show uh, on the Point in Progress YouTube channel, which you should definitely check out. MCU. Sorry, MCU University. I almost said yes. MCU University. It's too many U's. <laughs> There's a lot of U's. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to, uh, since we're on this topic of, of father and daughter, one thing I actually really want to point out here too, that I loved about this scene with when your daughter, when you're trying to get Nikki to, to wake up from this dream that she's having, that's obviously her trying to process her grief. There's a moment when, uh, Star-Lord is talking to, oh gosh, I forget her name. Nikki's mom. Oh, uh, if anyone can yeah. recollect her name. Cor-El. Cor-El, Cal-El. No, cal Superman. Yeah. Cor-El sounds right. Yeah, so Corel. we'll go with Cor sure. Cor yeah so i'm gonna go with corel for now one yeah corel 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 gotcha yeah. thank you thank you guys so when you're talking to corel there's a moment when star lord is is like pretty much like begging her to like go in and talk to nikki and, and like yo we we gotta you gotta talk to her and um make her you know understand that you're gone one thing i didn't realize that was going on is that star lord hadn't accepted that she's gone either yes which took me like uh, that cemented the game as like you know what i i ended up kind of loving this game the fact that he has to accept that she is gone before he can help nikki mm -hmm. i don't know elevated that moment to something way more special than i thought we were getting which i thought was gonna be just like him talking to her and be like yo accept it and like you know we do and then we move on but having starlet accept it first and really deal with the weight of this woman that I love that I thought maybe I'd get another chance with again is gone. And I have to accept that in order to then 
help raise this daughter that I is uh, c- cinema baby cinema in a game <laughs> yeah I, I definitely I feel like elevated the game for sure I think the whole way this game dealt with loss and grief was amazing as it being its core storyline because that is something that that's that's a difficult story to tell and it always is because it can come off bad sometimes and there's different ways to do it. I thought this did it amazingly because you got to see how grief was handled by all five members of the Guardians and how differently they all handled oh, it. Oh, God. Yeah. Shout out, no, shout out to absolutely. the Drax chapter, too. The Jack, Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which I was very happy about. And I love the way that they uh, introduced the world um, by saying certain things that have already happened that I'm very curious if we'll ever get to explore or are they just ideas specifically characters uh, i don't want to uh, well fuck we're spoiling right uh yeah. talking about the death of supposedly the death of her sister um no of nebula and mm-hmm. how if we'll ever venture that or if she's really dead and then obviously thanos being dead i'm like I don't yes know. Uh, i love they kept alluding to the fact that like maybe that's not the full story there was a little there's a little like sidestepping to it's like yeah i killed him possibly like something like that yeah when drax was like i he supposedly went to a hospital on yeah. a distant yeah. planet he he they said he died i'm not sure though yeah yeah so we can always revisit those things but other than that i love that that, that wasn't a thanos story immediately it was something else mm-hmm. that i had no idea it was going to involve obviously adam warlock um which was also dope <laughs> um, yeah very very ripped very uh leathery <laughs> yeah looking adam warlock is he always an asshole in the comics, Adam Warlock? Yes. Okay. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. I okay. mean, obviously, I've read a later run, which he's, uh, you know, he's been around for... 70s. You know, since the 70s, so he's definitely chilled out. Has he lost the Shakespearean accent? No. Well, it's no. still part of it. Very curious <laughs> how Will Poulter, Will Poulter is going to uh, portray him specifically. Um, I, I like Will I, Poulter. I'm, I'm excited. Oh, yeah. Me too. Weird like, pick, I, I but I'm interested. I don't think it's weird at all. By stare, every time I look at him, he gets hotter. And yes. so, yes, dude. I'm just like, me, I need to take a look at this man. Yeah, watch, look at a couple of videos of him taking photos with people, and he's a tall mother. He's tall. <laughs> that jawline is unreal. Yeah, like he, he, like I remember from when a very early age, you know, and obviously he's the rapping kid from uh, the Vegas Vacation movie. But if you look at him now, man, like he's trust me, in a year or so, you're gonna see. Um, but anyways, um, God, there was something else. Oh, this is what I wanted to say. Uh, I wrote a tweet about this when this came out because obviously I couldn't talk about it. Um, you know, the game about how it deals with death and how the characters around deal with it. Oh, yeah. It was this game, it was Midnight Mass, and it was Kenna that I played all like almost back yeah. to back. Yeah, that's are, a lot. <laughs> and those are all dealing with all those themes. And I feel like in a lot of ways, all these games are definitely helping or giving the therapy uh, of what it you know means to be afraid of death or uh, death as a concept, uh, as well as life as well. So going on and the people around you. So definitely, definitely was like a one, three punch <laughs> to like yeah. go through all yeah. three of them. Yeah. Uh, and I had, yeah, I rewatched Midnight Mass recently and yeah, the, just like hitting those themes. I'm like, oh God. What an amazing oh, God, show. Amazing, amazing show. Yeah. So 2021. Definitely fantastic movies games and shows eh? am i right guys oh my god great yeah. year for media great yes. mo- great year for death <laughs> overcoming that, death that... <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> oh man uh any favorite chapters that you guys can think of one of my favorite ones i think that i can kick off this conversation with is I, it's 
kind of early in the game. I think it's still when things are getting settled. When you first fly into nowhere and everyone leaves and it's like, all right, you're just Star-Lord, go go look around before you... You're supposed to be going to Cosmo. Shout out to, shout out to him as well. We'll get to him in a second. Yeah. But like walking around... dog I've ever seen. Amazing. Yes. Gordy in the <laughs> galaxies. Anyway, nowhere was like so dense and so beautifully realized that I... Well, that was one of the early moments in the game that I realized this is going to be something special. Especially mm-hmm. when you get to... There's just so many missable moments there. One highlight for oh, me yeah. is when you go to the edge of the universe, which I never knew was like a thing in the MCU. Like the universe just ends at a specific moment. And Drax is just like staring out, thinking about his family that was murdered by Thanos. And you have this like very intimate conversation, which can go different ways depending on your dialogue choices. But the way I navigated it with Starlord is like talking about how, no, I don't think that when we die, we just end. I think, you know, we have various beliefs and some and some people we go to other places and in my belief we go here. But I think it, it, more than anything, like they live on through us. Like, I don't think we just cease to exist. They're still they're still with us. And I don't know. I, I just thought that was like such a beautiful moment to, to, to have place in this chapter where you're just kind of exploring trying not to get robbed by kids or, or conned i don't know i thought that was a really really cool chapter no no definitely i definitely think that all those things ring true and really are really sweet and uh yeah i think um having those character moments and having those conversations are definitely the high point of the game for sure um i think uh, i'm trying to think of like some of the areas that i enjoy the most and i remember liking nowhere but you know what's funny about nowhere because the game doesn't really tell you this. Um, I didn't want to spend any of the money because I wanted to pay the debt so bad. <laughs> Same. And so, Same. And so in, in Nowhere, you have, there's an area where you can go to the, the collector's uh, museum. And uh, I didn't spend, I didn't want to, I didn't want to go. And I thought I was, I was like, oh, I'll probably come back here. Maybe they'll, you know, there's an, a way to do it. Or maybe there's a way to make more money because it seemed like there were, there was a way. I did things where, yeah. People were taking money from me, <laughs> like I had a kid steal money from me. So I didn't want to spend the money, which going in there, really freaking cool if you actually haven't got a chance yet. Um, a lot of fun little Easter eggs. My favorite being a Stanley uh, Easter egg in there as well. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. You see his glasses, his famous glasses that he wears in there, which yeah. is really sweet. Um, but otherwise, um, I think, yeah, I think uh, any of the chapters where... Um, specifically i think i actually really like the chapter with going uh through the ship with nikki and getting to know her and for her to be this like awesome artist and to like yeah. these comic books and like her little hangout area and then returning back to that area too was also interesting later on in the game uh, i think those moments probably stand out to me obviously the chapter that stands out to me only because i thought it was a total surprise was the wendigo uh, <laughs> section along with fighting fing fang foom but uh oh, i, I love to see them i i love to be the joke about the pants too i was so happy uh yeah. that they did it and he looks so interesting because obviously he's like a space uh, yeah, he had a great design yeah it was so different than i'm like thought of of like these like interesting like how can i describe them they're like <laughs> noodle design <laughs> like he has like this interesting weird like fly- i don't know it was it was interesting and that's why i actually thought it was really cool about it it's like it's not what i thought it was like some totally yeah different. Um, so yeah so for me my favorite chapter or at least one of them was right after nowhere where you talk to cosmo and he puts you through the the thing that like lets you go through the galaxy 
and uh, you're hearing all oh, these different of bits of different universes and all that. And I thought that was really cool. But then the mission next, I thought, was really well done, where you go through that ship again, and you go look and you talk about Nikki, and you begin to start realizing things, and you begin to realize, oh shit, this cult's crazy, all that yeah. kind of thing. I thought that was a really fun chapter. I thought it combined really good storytelling with some of the better gameplay in it with a lot new, because you just got a bunch of new enemies to fight, so it felt different and fresh. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was one of the, the chapters I really liked. No, for sure, for sure. Um, but, I do think that, uh, what was I going to say? As much as I love the nowhere section, I just wish there was more things to do other than just like looking at it. But it's still oh, pretty it's area. It's yeah. absolutely one of the most visual stunning places to be. Oh, I think we haven't even given enough credit to it. This game is fucking gorgeous. It is gorgeous. Yes. Like, without a doubt. Um, 100%. Like, Every single planet, I was like, coming in was not beautiful. expecting it to be this pretty, and I was like, "Oh, this is one of the best looking games of 2021." Okay, I was like, "Oh man, they got some of that uh, insomniac love. This looks really pretty." And I'm yeah, like <laughs> this, this Chris. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to ask one quick question as well, um, because the, the game is not choice heavy, but there are specific moments where choice does matter on how your experience comes out. Uh, the oh, yeah. the big the big one here that's like was displayed on the like the E3 um stage was whether or not you choose to sell uh, Groot or Rocket. I want to know what you guys decided to to do in in that chapter. Uh I think for the because they they offer you to do it multiple times. I think one time I didn't mm. and then I was just trying to see what was different about it, but I ended up finding out that that wasn't the one from the uh from the chapter. It ended up being another one, and then I forgot. I think I did it, and then yeah, just threw him over there because I just I know this that when I did one way, I noticed I had to fight more. <laughs> if I had to do the other way, I was like I didn't have to fight yeah. as much. And at that point, I was starting to get uh, fight heavy, and uh, yeah, I noticed that. However, I do love the turn later in the game, which I don't know if, if I'm curious if you got this, but there was a part where Rocket's like, "Throw me." <laughs> yes, I, I got that. that yeah yeah Rob was like just throw me he was like what he's like yeah throw me please it's the only way so i do love how the progression i know that i think uh, earlier we, we didn't give rocket enough credit but there's definitely fun moments in where he does improve or it progresses specifically when he gets wet <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah yes that was so good yeah which i thought was a lot of fun um and then uh, yeah the progression of throw me but only if i want you to <laughs> so that's yeah. i love that caveat <laughs> well for me it was like after the after he said that my star was like no like we're not gonna do that to you we'll find a different way and like i don't know just small moments like that it was like i really, yeeted yeah. his ass across that cuisine <laughs> damn Great, it seemed like a good idea i'm like he's he's a robotic raccoon he can land then I yeah. also sold him to Lady Hellbender. Oh, uh, can we shout out to Lady Hellbender, by the way? There's yes. something awesome about her that oh, I just love. Oh, she's so cool. She's awesome. Because she's uh, a badass. Total badass. But I love still her with a heart. Like her face scar. Oh, so cool. Mm. Her fucking, mm. like, giant war hammer that she uses. Hell yeah. Fucking uh, riding Fing Fing Foom at the right, end. That was the other one. Yeah. Cool yeah. I love when that she... they apparently they have it, their own gravity and she can breathe out there. Like that was wild. Oh, I never even noticed that. Yeah, she has no helmet out there. You're you're right. Yeah, I think I think mm-hmm. I think that was the case that like the creature is so big or something it has its own gravity. I forgot what, what it was. But how about yeah. that moment when she throws Star Lord the um the 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 Walkman 
and he catches it and then like there's that amazing metal <laughs> that was so metal that that background i took a picture uh, like, yeah. I took same photo mode right same there. same and this i had like the original costume on so it looked cool as hell oh fuck yeah oh costumes we're talking about costumes for a second here oh yeah yeah what, what did you guys rock? what did y'all choose i rocked uh the original comic book um the red one where he has like the helmet on like that that look to yeah, me just man. looks to me that's such an iconic look that obviously the comic book the movies are not doing and so i wanted him to look that way rockets kind of are interchangeable until you beat the game and then you get like the suit one like the mr fix it suit yes Groot was that almost the best one Groot was sort of like here's a different color eye patch or side patch thing that he had other until you get the the, the heavy metal ones which i thought those were cool too um but the drax one was i i rocked the the cm punk shorts uh oh <laughs> which, yeah there is a CM Punk Easter egg in this game. Which yeah, is awesome. I, I, that, as you can tell, T-shirt, big CM Punk. I also <laughs> use those. Yeah, so I was very happy about that. And then, uh, honestly, I think any outfit for Gamora other than the white pads I, I pick, I'm not even sure. Yeah, or the cape. Oh yeah, that yeah, was you, Ryan. Was dope. Um, let me think here. I did the same Drax, uh, Gamora. I don't remember. Uh, but my Star Lord was also classic, classic Star Lord. Yeah, Which I did sometimes switch into Nova Core Star Lord as well. I got to get that one still. I still have to unlock all the stuff. I was I was basic as hell, dude. I kept them all oh, like the new iteration game, of suits the game entire way through. There was a part of me that was like, ah, but I, the cutscenes are affected by this, and it would look goofy if I wear like the heavy metal ones. So I was just like, but once I discovered like a look of my characters that I wanted them to look, then I was totally fine. Like. Okay. but they do reference the jacket even though you're not wearing it and i was just like uh and take you out for a second moment. yeah that's all right i guess you Mario, i don't know how much longer we've got with you so oh, i, I want to transition it's yeah it's oh, okay 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 yeah. uh no, in that case full episode. i'm gonna i'm gonna share my screen for a second it's gonna mess up the the twitch but you know what who cares uh because we do have a voice message that i want us to listen to from from a caller let me know if you guys can all hear this. Here, I'm going to hit the watch stream. Hey guys. I'm just waiting for the stream to load in. There we go. Yes. Hi, this is Ruben, first time caller, long time listener. Oh, um, I'm playing this game that you guys are talking about. I think it's Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't remember the name of it. But uh, so far, I'm in Chapter 8, and I think this game is surprisingly good, you know? Um, yes. I've personally been dealing with a lot of bugs, but like, other than that, the story's pretty good. Again, very surprising. Very surprising. Very surprising. Um, I forgot the name of the studio. It's the, uh, Eidos Montreal. I, I'm pretty sure it's Eidos Montreal, but I could be wrong. Um, yeah, it's making me care about the guardians of the galaxy which is weird because from the mcu side the only guardian i care about really is is rocket and ugh, gotta tell you rocket in this game ooh, i'm i'm sticking on his side everything he does everything he do, he's done in my game has That's been really really good and i did the same um, i did the following same. more in love not in love with the character but like i'm liking him more and more first, Ruben loves uh, as the game goes yeah. on <laughs> and I had a suspicion uh, i'm just very surprised i guess you know 
Good job, Eidos Montreal. I think this is Eidos Montreal. I'm pretty sure. Good job. I'm proud of you guys. Keep up the good work. I'm excited to finish it. You know, let's see what how great of a game this could possibly be. Thanks. Appreciate it. I love that this guy called into his own show and was like, dang, who knew this game was pretty good, eh? Like, yes, Ruben, we, we told you. Is a Ruben play, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to give a shout-out to the Fing Fing Foon chapter as well. I don't, hopefully Ruben doesn't listen to this until after he beats the game, but uh, the one time <laughs> I've actually heard someone legit say penultimate conquest, like, yeah. in any medium outside of, outside of this <laughs> podcast. When Drag said, yeah. I was like, ah, I'm going to save this video and send it to Ruben when he finishes the game. Make sure he's, make sure he got this this uh, discussion. Uh, make sure we use it on Twitter. When he, uh, yeah, you know, right? So eventually when he gets to that chapter, he just pops a boner right there. And it's like, oh, Dude, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Did you guys oh, ever notice? I, I love when, when um, how do you guys feel about the Milano? Because I spent so much time in between chapters just walking around the entire Milano every single time I was in it to make sure I don't miss any kind of side discussion or just odd thing you can interact with or just notice that I, Drax is on the couch reading with his glasses on. I loved all the little conversations you could have on the Milano. Like if you walked in and Gamora was like doing yoga and meditating, Rocket and Gerudo messing down in the engine bay, Drax is reading. I loved all those little moments you could have with the characters and let you just grow a bit more with the team. Now, my least favorite moment in the entire game takes place on the Milano. It's when you're locked in the fucking rooms and you have to guide the fucking alpaca around to get it to eat the wires. I hated what that puzzle. About? It was awful. That was a thing? That was I a thing. Mine, mine, didn't, mine chewed it automatically. Mine, did not, I, mine didn't do that. At all. Uh, it must have been because I always yelled at it to stop eating things. Oh, wait. Did he not eat the hole in your room? No. Mine oh, did. Oh, wow. Mine had the hole in the room. That's crazy. Yeah, he straight up did a uh, Shawshank Redemption in my room. No, no. So I had to do this terrible mini game That's where you awesome. had to press a button singing. Oh, God. I what? forget the song. And you had to, like, he didn't like the way Rocket and Gamora sang, but he liked the way you and Groot sang. And this was right when Drax went crazy. So you had to start, like, having to guide him by... He'd go away from Rocket and Gamora, but he'd come closer to you and Groot. That's funny. Let me ask you, Ryan. At the beginning of the game, when you have a decision to put either the alpaca into the stowaway or the the materials, the illegal materials, what did you choose to put in the The illegal materials? That's why. Okay. Because I was like... I feel like we're going to want these illegal materials later. This alpaca, they're not going to know what this thing is. He's homeless. Look at him. He's fun to so, look at. So the, the thing here is I knew that the alpaca was significant because in the collector's edition, you get a box, a um, you get like a case that holds both your your game, your steel book and everything. But the inner, like the inside of it, I might still have it. I might be able to show it to you. It's just a, the, the layout of it is just a bunch of alpacas. So I oh, knew really? that he was, yeah, yeah. So I, I'll actually, I'll pull it up and I'll show you on the stream. But uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, I knew he was significant enough where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have to keep him around. So that's probably yeah. my cue in here. I'll come a second. Let's see this. God, what a game. While he yeah. does that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, perfect. Never mind. Yeah, here, Camera's loading. Camera. 
I'm going to focus you. So in this, you can see. Ah, that looks sick. That's so cool. So I knew that he had something to do. And then, of course, he's also behind here, too. So, okay. So I was like, okay, he has to be significant enough to like not just throw away. So it's going to play a big enough role. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Smart. Uh, one one of the thing I want to throw in is uh, the Milano sequences where you're flying around. Very surprising. Did not expect that in the game. Uh, it wasn't anything like that really resonated with me, but I thought each time we, we did take control of the Milano was fun enough. Yeah, yeah neat. It neat. felt like Reach. That, that section in, is it Halo Reach? No, is it Halo That's Reach? That's Halo Reach. Or is it, yeah, yeah. It's Halo Reach suck. when you're right above uh, Reach. Yeah. Yeah, so like all of a sudden you're doing that. So I just love when the game did change it up. It's like, okay, it's uh, yeah. we're moving up and we're gonna do this. And I thought it was, I thought it was fine enough that they were, uh, you know, down the road would they expand this idea of this game, depending on how well this game does, and they can, you know, probably add some more material. That'd be great. I'm curious how this game sold. Yeah, I'm very curious as well. Listen, if I was, maybe I should have been a bit more prepared. Find out some 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 units. See how many it sold. I don't think that info's dropped yet. But I, I feel like yeah. I read it somewhere. Maybe so, another yeah. like two weeks or so, we'll, we'll get some numbers here. Because mm-hmm. the game just came out late October. It came out this month. Oh, no, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're, right. You're, right. you're absolutely right. We're in November. I'm like, it did not come out now. this month. This month was no. already been so fucking felt like, stacked. Yeah, felt, yeah, yeah, I feel like <laughs> That said, with its critical reception seeming mostly positive, do we think we're going to get an eventual sequel to this game? Or would you want one? even i really hope so uh i honestly yeah. do um i do find it interesting that there is a fun cameo with uh the avengers from the 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 crystal dynamics game um which i assume is the same one it sounded like the same captain it, america it, it yes. sounded like them so if this is somewhat popular and is kept around and i'm hoping that game too is also kept around even though today and yesterday have been very eerie about the release of the Avengers, but that's in a whole other podcast. Um, I would absolutely love to have more adventures in this world and the one that they set up and to answer, you know, further questions within the universe, especially when it comes to the things that they have set up, especially with, you know, Nebula and all the, the real cool stuff, which I, you know, we didn't talk about yet is when you're in the Nova Corps and you go through the files and they have files on all of these characters. Yes. I wanted to bring that up. That was uh, so like cool. Richard Ryder and all that. Like I would love to explore that possibly. I mean, yeah, they had so much awesome information in there. You learn about Adam Warlock away before you think he's ever going to be relevant to the story. Yeah. They say he's yeah. dead before you even meet yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I was just surprised. It's like, oh shit. So, you know, this game's pulling that already of like who's possibly still out there in the universe. Mm-hmm. I do love the seemingly death of one character. Um, what is his name? I forgot his name. He's like a random uh villain or something that isn't like Oh, the a, one that he, the flying one? He he's like uh locked up in jail with you, I think, and then you just see him get <laughs> <laughs> you push him, the like, button ejected. Yeah, you yeah. push the button and he gets ejected out into space. <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah. Manslaughter might have happened in this game. But uh, yeah, so either well, yeah, not to mention all the Nova Core, uh, unwilling Nova Core people, I feel bad for them. But um, other than that, uh, I still find yeah, the fact that there's so many characters that are there can explore, including ones that we haven't seen yet in the movies. Yondu, or, you know, Yondu's a big one, Yondu's a big one, especially if they go into needing an opposing force in the sequels. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, especially the Ravengers and stuff like that as well. 
Um, I'm very interested to see how that plays out. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but yeah, I think there's so much. To, there's a huge galaxy. And there's so much to explore, including internal, since I'm not a huge internals kick. Bring them in. Yes. Yes. That'd be awesome. Please. Yeah. Put them in our medias. I'm cool with that. Yeah, let's see yeah, a celestial. That. We already cool. fought Thing Foom. Let's fight a let's celestial. Fight the celestial dog. Let's fight a mm -hmm. celestial. Why not? We can throw Galactus in there. Let's really get weird. Let's Why get not? weird. Why not? Show me the Silver Surfer. Somebody do it. Someone, you know, Fantastic Four fly in the space sometimes, all the time. Why not? They just show up. Yeah. Oh my God. Ah, okay. I'm getting excited. Yeah, MC, MCU stuff. Or sorry, not MCU. Marvel stuff. Pretty cool, eh? Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. Cool. Okay, I, I think we're wrapping up the show here. Any any final thoughts uh, on the game before we we come to a close? Uh, if you are on the fence, I honestly think that you know this with this upcoming uh, Christmas season, definitely worth putting on your wish lists and have people know about it. Have have other people buy it for you. Don't be afraid. Uh, there's also buy one get ones. You know, if you if you yes. are on the fence, just take take advantage of those. Definitely Black think this Friday is something sales. you should just pick up. Yep. You know, it's probably dropped a little bit during that time. I honestly think this is a game that you should play. Um, I, I, you know, I'm not sure how games are successful on Game Pass, but if it ends up being on Game Pass, this is another game that you should also check out there. But in, in any case, give this a shot for sure. Absolutely. If you liked Insomniac, I think this is the closest to a Insomniac game, which is interesting because... If you remember, Marvel games used to not be on anywhere near the level. They were just, to me, cash-in, like, licensed games, even yeah. though Spider-Man 2 is an outlier, and Ultimate Spider-Man 2, don't get me wrong. But other than that, Alliance. or those are the outliers. Yes. They're, yes. they're like yes. one, in a, <laughs> one in a generation ones, but otherwise you'll get an Iron Man game, or you'll get a Captain America game, or a Thor game. Um, it wasn't oh, really a Thor game. <laughs> That's what I'm, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it really wasn't to me until Spider-Man with Insomniac was like, they were taking this shit seriously. And I, th to me, that's when they Arkham Asylum up. That's yep. when they were just like, okay, now we're, we're in the big leagues here. And then I think this is another part of that history of them doing very well. So yes, that's what I'm saying. I agree. I think uh, you make a great point. Like this is a great game to buy, even if you already play it to buy for someone else who, I don't know, may have like an, uh, one of the, uh, an Xbox or a PS4 or PS5 or whatever. Uh, great game to 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 give for a Christmas gift. So there's someone who's like into Marvel as well, who wants to get into more oh, yeah. Marvel stuff, who wants to get more into the universe. Great game to to give out. Also, just a great game. Period. Like I was, I was Montreal. The fact that they uh, really relied on QA throughout the process of making this game to make sure the writing was on point to what the Guardians are in the comics and in the movies to make sure that they were nailing it in the game beautiful stuff because i think this is one of like the the best written games that has come out this year it, i think it's fun from start to finish it wanes here and there but i never really stopped having fun for the most part so great game ryan any thoughts before we close out um i nothing that you guys haven't said yeah if if this is on sale during black friday get it get it for someone as a gift if you've played it and you want to share the joy of this game it's an amazing game. It's a surprisingly good game, and those are always so much fun. When you go into a game with not the best expectations and it blows you out of the water, you gotta love those moments. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's where I'm at. Definitely just play this game. It's fantastic. And God, is it pretty. I can't get over how pretty some of the set pieces in this game are. Gonna be curious to see how this game shakes out during Game of the Year discussions next month. 
but that oh, is so far away. <laughs> Until then, this has been the penultimate game show. Thank you so much, Ryan and Mario, for joining us here. Uh, Ryan, you're a co-host. Thank you, Mario, for joining us. Mario, you joined us, okay? <laughs> right. Thank you very much. Thank you for having uh, me. Where can people but find you, Mario? <laughs> uh, you can find me over there at the uh, penultimate. I'm uh, sorry, no. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, yeah, I've been assumed over to the penultimate contest. This is me uh, <laughs> switching sides. Uh, of course, at the point T-shirt reveal. Yeah, T-shirt reveal. The point in progress where you can see me and a bunch of fine other fellows and and ladies and non-binary finaries hanging out and talking video games, as well as some of our spinoff shows like MC University, which I'm very happy about. We've launched our second episode of X-Men that is out. And every week we are studying through the original universes, I like to call it, of all the MCU movies. Uh, and uh, we're coming up to Spider-Man. So very excited to, oh, for everyone to hear yeah. it. So we already have a couple episodes already locked in and loaded. So you can see my hair change over the course of <laughs> the podcast. <Nice. laughs> but otherwise, uh, definitely check that out. So and my-, uh, my last note for people is, uh, if you didn't buy Fast and Furious Crossroads, it is $15 on Xbox Live right now. <laughs> yeah, go I get the burger instead. You know what I mean? That's, that's fair. I'd rather buy I a dinner. I think I'm going to get my dinner instead. Yeah. <laughs> I also want to shout out to your work on Tech Raptor. You put out that video with uh, Adi Shankar, which was a, a yeah. great, a great video. Thank you. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. He was a great dude. Before Ryan, we give some credit over to the Point of Progress, we've also been really enjoying you guys' Final Fantasy fourteen content. Oh, man. I'll make sure to relay that to the people during the big meeting tonight. Definitely. Nice. Ryan, where can people and, find you? And then people, they know where to find me. It's Ryan the Lion 3055. Big guy, big for shot. anything online, whatever, wherever I am in the wild world, the internet, like your podcast Lodge Popcorn this week. Yes. Very we nice. discussed Wes Anderson's French Dispatch. It was a great episode. Fantastic episode. Lastly, you can find me at IsoChristian over on Twitter. I'm usually retweeting stuff, talking about various discourse. I don't know. I Tweeting about needing a girlfriend. Who, who knows? Uh, I also do stuff on, on this channel. I got a video essay coming out. Uh, hopefully if everything works out, uh, by the end of next week, you'll be seeing a video essay on, uh, I'll just say it now. It's okay. I can give it out now. It's about, film fi- yeah, it's about, uh, the newest season of master, uh, of none moments in love and okay. film photography and how, uh, film photography can, can elevate, uh, storytelling. I also do like Ryan mentioned a weekly movie podcast, large popcorn, follow it on Twitter, keep up there. Uh, and I also do a weekly gaming podcast, podcast PXN, search that up. Otherwise, this has been the Penultimate Game Show. Keep on gaming. We love you. Get the booster shot if you can. Enjoy life. Thank you so much. Besitos.